0: Hello and welcome to my podcast, What I Find Funny. My name is Deb Sherritt and I'll be spending the next few minutes with you sharing the things that I find funny, either in my daily life, through the many diverse experiences I've had, or just some of the quirky, ironic, or coincidental things that happen to make me laugh, give me pause, and make me ask, what the... In this episode of What I Find Funny, I'm going all in on my hard G's. Don't know what I'm talking about? Oh, just you wait. You will. If you've listened to my other episodes, you'll know two things about me. One, my parents were from Northern England, Liverpool and Blackpool to be exact. And two, I've done a lot of amateur theatre in my days. I'll admit that it did come in handy to be able to perform an English accent. And if it was a British play where an accent was needed and I auditioned, I generally became part of the cast, choir, or crew. I even played Mrs. Sowerberry, the undertaker's wife in the musical Oliver in middle school. I may have only been 12, but I played an old British woman who was fed up with this bloody orphan. Quite convincingly, (laughs) my mid-Northern English accent was not a recognizable one like the Liverpudlian accent, not like someone from Manchester, but just a regular, easy Northern English accent. It couldn't necessarily be pinpointed, but was without a doubt Northern. All of this information is why I believe when I speak, I go hard on the G's in full Any word that ends in I-N-G sounds very hard when I say it. Can you hear it? Maybe not. I probably haven't used enough words to pick up on it, but you'll start to hear it. Trust me, it's there. I'm one left turn from making I-N-G into I-N-K, as if I were from a very European background with a thick accent. I do have Portuguese in my ancestry, but I knew nothing of that growing up, and generally, that isn't the kind of background that hits the G's hard, like I do. It was brought to my attention when I performed in a play called Top Girls with Waterdown Village Theatre. I played the role of patient Griselda, and I'll spare you the gory details, but I had one specific line that went, and I was dancing and laughing and singing and there. Did you hear it? My fellow actors would giggle tremendously when this line came along and it baffled me as to why. I didn't deliver it in a comedic way. I mean, patient Griselda is quite a tragic role. A woman who has her children taken from her just after birth and she patiently waits for decades to find news of their outcome. To her complete joy, they're reunited her husband, having seen her patients as being of a deserving nature, deems her worthy of having her children. But they were 18 and 20 when they came back. Oh, Struth. Yeah, I know, it makes my skin crawl now, but at the time, I loved the role. I put my all into this role, and through me, patient Griselda came to form. I'll upload links from the show below the episode listings so you can see. But this role meant so much more to me. It helped me face and initiate a much-needed divorce and moved me straight into a new, full, and enriched life. And I owe a great deal to patient Griselda. It wasn't until a rehearsal between shows that my fellow castmates shared the laugh they were having, dancing, and laughing and singing. We all fell apart laughing because, well, if you can't laugh at yourself, you're a sorry mess of affairs. I hadn't really noticed it before, but when your friends love you, they share your idiosyncrasies with you through love. That night, my friend showed me tons of love and laughing is always the best policy. It became very apparent to me how I speak. How I emphasized certain parts of words just because of my environment growing up. And I would fight to the death to say the way I pronounce words was the proper way. But I'd be wrong, and I know it. Having watched Britbox for a few months, I now understand. I've also noticed my parents' accents influenced so many other words and how I say them. The random R can fall at the end of a word that ends in a vowel, like the name Donna sounds like Donner in the Northern English accent. It was years before my Honey Bunch corrected me from saying Basmati rice instead of Basmati. That was a tough one for me, but I got there. My mum's curry was authentic, and having to agree that Basmati had no R in the word was a real swallow of pride. Honey Bunch knew this, and he was very gentle in his approach. Smart man, that Honey Bunch. Smart man. It was a walk through Freshco when he gently pulled the large cloth bag of basmati rice into my visual awareness. He knew I could see the spelling, the missing R, and instead of pointing it out, he slowly grabbed it and loaded the bag onto our cart. No words needed to be said. Basmati was without the R. From then on in, I would pronounce Basmati properly, but there was a small part of me that died. You see, I'm estranged from my mother and haven't had any words shared between us for many years. My love for a curry came from her and her incredible ability to create an authentic Indian curry. For a British family to have an Indian curry every Sunday may seem unorthodox, but it was a delicious and wonderful Sunday family meal that I look back on fondly. That and fondues, but I'll do another episode on that one, so stay tuned. And now, with sharing my voice with you, I'm even more aware of the words I speak and how I say them. Maybe I'm more focused on not offending, But I must admit, I wasn't thinking of the hard G's aspect of my speech and how it affects what I say. Now, being aware of this aspect, I find myself trying to skirt around the words that end in ing. To make a point, I gave every word I've said to you consideration to ensure it was said with proper emphasis and pronunciation. And if I could take an action of ing and make it more present, I did. Actually, when I think of it, how effing bad is that? Right? I mean, this podcast is my new baby after a dark night of the soul and some pretty rotten years, and I'm already trying to change it to make everyone happy? When, in fact, it was this podcast that brought me out of my funk. Well, whether you hear my hard G's or ings as inks, I can't take that into account. This podcast allows me to share things with you like I never could. So regardless, you'll be laughing along with me or thinking I need to be sending a better message. (laughs) That's what I find funny hope you've enjoyed this episode of what I find funny be sure to hit that like button and follow me so you're notified of new uploads and go ahead and leave me a comment surely I'm not the only one who has these kind of experiences and if I am well that's too funny try and find funny where you can and take care